eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. I'm so pumped to finally be back talking with you guys. I'm going to be talking about something that has just been a repeat lesson in my life lately, something that just keeps coming up over and over again, and so I thought that I would just chat with you guys about it. It is about the power of your thoughts and how you could be playing yourself by overthinking certain situations. Now, I'm not claiming to be a mental health professional or anything like that. I just have a lot of personal experience, I guess. I've been on this journey of intentional and mindful living for a couple years now, and it's something that I talk about frequently. So uh, several of my followers on Instagram have asked, you know, when I'm like, oh, what would you like me to do podcast episodes about? A lot of people have said like, oh, positive thinking, how to stay positive, how to keep your mind, you know, positive and not get sucked into these negative ruts and downfalls. So that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about today is the three steps that I use to take back that power of my thoughts and keep in control of my thoughts. So everybody says that thought is powerful, especially when it comes to mindful living and intentional living. And especially if you care about things like the law of attraction and you practice any of that, that's something that's really big for me. So I always try to be very, very intentional with my thoughts, but it is very hard to not overthink and to kind of like let that slip sometimes. But what I've been realizing lately is that, you know, obviously we all have thoughts going through our brain like 24-7 and it's impossible to filter all of them, right? Some of our thoughts are feelings that we have toward ourselves or situations that we're in or the people around us. Some of it is, you know, emotions that we feel throughout the day, physical things like things that we're seeing, like literally just 24-7 there are thoughts inside your mind. And that could be overwhelming, But not only are your thoughts constantly flowing, obviously, but they're also quite literally creating your universe and the world around you. And I don't just mean in like a manifesting way, you know, what you think of is what will come around you. I mean like in terms of you and the way that you see the world around you. Everybody processes things differently. And I know that a lot of processing that we do is just completely involuntary. And a lot of us don't really think about the processing. It just happens almost immediately. But it's crazy to think about how everybody interprets situations differently. Like just for a tiny example, I now 
Nowadays, if it's raining, like I don't want to leave my house. Like the thought of getting an umbrella or getting soaking wet just to run into the grocery store seems like such a hassle. Like I don't want to be wet all day. I don't want to have to change my clothes when I get home because of the walk back to the car from the front doors of the grocery store. You know, it's it's, as something as little as rain. I'm like, ugh, I just want to stay in my house. But when I was like 13 years old, every single time it rained outside, that was my favorite thing in the world. I love to grab my friends or grab my sister and just go run and dance and play outside in the rain. And like with thrift shopping, you see one item and to someone that was their trash. They went and donated that because they didn't want it anymore. But to you, it could be the coolest freaking thing you've ever seen in your life, you know? And all of that, you know, just goes to show that everybody processes situations and scenarios differently. You can either look at it from a positive light or you can look at it in a negative light, you know, or the hundred of shades of gray in between those two. And whatever side of the scale you fall on when it comes to that is going to dictate so much of your life. Let me just give an example. So say you wake up in the morning. It's just a random, like, let's just say Tuesday because that's today, right? So for me, like, I'm a mom. So I wake up with the kids. Let's say I come downstairs and the first thing I do is, like, trip on the bottom stair and stub my toe or something and get hurt and that starts me off on a this negative path of the day so every little thing that happens just I'm just adding it to the mental pile of of course that would happen because everything bad is happening to me today and suddenly you're seeing everything through these like red colored glasses and the more you think about all the negative things going on in your home, in your life at that moment, the more negative things you start to recognize and you you know, you know, surround yourself with all of these negative thoughts and they just keep piling up and it's like this huge snowball effect. And then you immediately write off the day and you're like, okay, this is just a crappy day. And from there on out, you know, it, your mood is just pretty much ruined. Or you can wake up and choose to be intentional, right? So maybe you trip and you stub your toe on the bottom stair, but then you stand there you breathe you're like okay no big deal and you keep walking you know you open up the bag of coffee to go make a fresh pot and you're like you just enjoy that moment and how good that smells and how fresh that smells you make your cup of coffee and then you sit there while all of your kids run around like crazy getting ready for school and laughing and giggling with each other and you just soak up the moment and allow yourself to breathe and be present and enjoy that time Already, you know, it's two and a half minutes into the day and you can already see what like a stark contrast there is between this version of the day and the version that I just talked about. And literally the only difference is the way that you processed stubbing your toe on the way down the stairs. And that completely changes the trajectory of the whole day, you know, so pretty much you can approach things and you can interpret things in a neutral and positive state of mind, or you can take everything personally and, you know, as a sign of defeat and in a negative way. So that is step one of getting in control of your thoughts is just trying to move about your day in an intentional way. Because when you have the intention of, oh, I'm not going to let things stress me out today. Today is going to be a good day. You know, we're going to do this and this, and I'm going to be calm. I'm going to not yell at my kids yada yada, you know, when you set that intent, it's so much easier to keep your thoughts on course with whatever intent you just set. 
And I'm being honest, there are days that I do not set intent, you know, and on those days, there is a noticeable difference in my mood and the way that I process and interpret everything that happens throughout the day. Even last week, there was a morning where I did not set intention. I was just going through the motions. I was very stressed out and overwhelmed. And like halfway through the day, I was doing the dishes and I just stood there and I was like, why am I in such a bad mood? And then I realized like, okay, I haven't set the intent for the day. So let me set intent right now. And I put down the soap and the scrub brush and the dish that I was doing. And I literally just like thought to myself for 30 seconds, today I want to be a happy mom. I want to play with my kids. I want to relax. I want everybody to be in good moods. And I want to be able to, to approach things from a calm way of light. It's okay if the house is not spotless. It's okay if not everything on my to-do list gets done. I just want to be a calm, happy mom for my kids. And that was the intent that I set that day. And honestly, the second half of my day after set being intentional was so, so much better than the first half when I was just going through the motions and not really caring about being mindful. So yeah, the first thing when it comes to the power of your thoughts and taking that power back is again to set intent and be intentional as you go through your day. So the next step that's so important when it comes to the power of your thoughts is processing the thoughts and emotions that you have and reflecting on them. And I know this is hard for a lot of people. It's so hard for me too. It's really hard not to, you know, immediately take something that your kid does to you and, you know, use it and literally just start screaming at them. It's really easy to get triggered by certain things. So in order to process things that happen to you before you react and let yourself go into this mindless spiral is you can ask yourself questions like, okay, why did this situation trigger me? Why did what my son just say to me overwhelm me? Am I insecure about a certain thing? Is that a soft spot for me? You know, am I just really overwhelmed right now? Is that why it triggered me? Blah, blah, blah. So you can ask yourself, you know, why situations brought up certain emotions, but just sit there and try to like process and reflect. And this is really, really important to do before you vocalize what thoughts are going on inside your head. This is something, especially with gentle parenting, if you are a mom and you're listening to this and you practice gentle or respectful parenting, this is the thing that literally is the hardest for me is, you know, not letting things that the kids do trigger me to the point where I can't process and reflect before I respond to them or say something to them or scold them about whatever it is that they're doing. But it really is so important to process this out before you open your mouth and say anything about the situation. And this can be applied to literally like anything in your life. You know, there's but there have been times where I'm going through the drive-thru and the lady or man taking my order is just super, super rude, not at all nice. And, you know, when I get to the window, it's so easy just to like be crappy back with them and not be polite. But instead of, you know, talking back to them or giving them crap or being rude and mean to, you know, the drive-thru worker, I sit there and I think, okay, yeah, they were not very nice to me, but they're probably super stressed in the middle of the lunch rush. And, you know, you, you just let yourself think and process and not 
take everything in a negative light. And then when you get to the window, even if that was only 10 seconds of like processing and calming yourself down, you can smile and, you know, give that person a compliment or say something nice to them. And you could literally change someone's entire day just with that 10 seconds of you pausing, reflecting, and processing before you speak. Now take that example and apply it to anywhere, you know, say your husband does something that upsets you that you don't really like, you can either not process those feelings at all and just lash out on him and make him feel like crap when, you know, he may not, might not have realized that you asked him to take out the trash, he didn't hear you. So instead of repeating yourself and being like, hey babe, I asked you to take out the trash earlier, can you do it again? You just scream at him and unload on him and then you're, you know, causing this spiral in your relationship and you're causing him to be upset when you could just stop and reflect and be like, hey babe, you know, can you please take out the trash? Or, you know, if your friend does something that upsets you or that makes you feel some type of way, you can sit there and think about it and process why it upset you. You know, did they even do anything intentionally to you? Are you just taking something too personally? And then you can process before being crappy or gossiping or, you know, feeling the need to project your insecurities onto other people. Literally anything that you do in life and your response to things and the way that you speak after certain situations, it all depends on whether or not you process those situations in a healthy way. And this is where so many instances of people talking badly about other people and people bashing other people's lives and things like that comes from is because you cannot process the thoughts that you're having in a healthy way and so you project your feelings onto other people before you allow yourself to really think about them and think things through. And I feel like a lot of people that are listening to this are probably like, well, yeah, that's common sense. But I feel like this is what causes so many issues in today's day and age. A, a woman sees you breastfeeding your kid in public and, you know, she makes a comment to you and it you sum it up to be her being ignorant and her not realizing that boobs are for babies and blah, blah, blah. When in reality, like, no, she saw you breastfeeding and that brought up negative emotions and insecurities in her own mind. And instead of processing those insecurities, asking herself why she was so triggered by seeing you breastfeed, blah, 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 she is letting herself to unfiltered make a crappy comment towards you and your baby. So literally there are just so many different situations like that where instead of, you know, it's not always people being crappy, people being evil and people being mean. It's people projecting their own insecurities and not processing those before they open their mouths and vocalize or make mean comments, whatever it was. But so many issues like that could be completely avoided if people were to process through those triggers and those feelings that come up when certain situations happen around them. And of course, we know that our thoughts are powerful, and we also know that our words are powerful. But a lot of times, it's really hard to do the translation of those thoughts into words. And I guess what I mean by that, that probably sounds so dumb, but what I mean is that so many people have issues with how to 
transform those thoughts into words that are powerful and positive and uplifting versus letting yourself get sucked into the negativity and, you know, actually vocalizing those thoughts in a way that can be harmful to others. Another thing completely shifting away from this specific scenario is that a lot of people think that if, when you try to be positive and when you try to, you know, say positive things and blah, 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 it's saying that you cannot ever have a negative thought or emotion. And that is the literal opposite of the truth. Like there are so many things that pop into my head every day that are displeasing and uncomfortable and like honestly just completely negative. But it's about trying like not letting yourself stay in that mindset and processing it and then filling your head with something that's more positive and uplifting. So for me, that's when step three comes into play, which is trying to fill your mind with something positive, either gratitude, joy, happiness. So for me, if I start feeling negative about myself, if I start feeling negative about those around me, I try to be mindful to stop myself. You know, I'll let myself feel whatever I need to feel. I'll get out whatever emotions I need, but then I stop and I try to fill my head with either gratitude or joy. So if I'm having like a really bad day and I'm starting to spiral and I can tell that like mindfulness is about to go completely out the window, I literally stop myself and I make myself think of things that I'm thankful for. Even if I'm in the middle of a shit situation and everything seems to be going wrong, I just stop and I you know, make myself, even if it's literally like, I'm grateful for this air that I'm breathing. I'm grateful that there is sun outside. I'm grateful for these plants in my house. I'm grateful for my kids and the love I have for my kids. I'm grateful for their relationship. Like literally just looking for any little thing that you can be grateful for. Because a lot of times when we start getting these negative thoughts, it is so, so easy to forget about all of those amazing things in your life. And I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, that's not even amazing. But if you think about whatever position you were in like five years ago or you know someone else that's not in your shoes, a lot of us are really lucky to be in the situations that we are in. And we have things, even if you are in a crappy situation, there are certain things about your situation that are amazing and that we should be grateful for. So when you find those things to be grateful for and you practice gratitude, it immediately takes your mind, it like elevates your vibration and the wavelength that your brain is on. Instead of getting sucked into insecurities and triggers and overwhelm and stress, you're putting yourself on a higher like frequency and plane thinking about what you're grateful for. It really just isn't, at least for me, it's an instant game changer always. Another thing that you can do is to find something that you love or that brings you joy. Like if getting down and rolling around on the floor with your kids and playing and tickling, if that's what gives you joy, then go do it. Or if getting down and petting your dog and throwing a ball with him brings you joy, then go do that. Or if blasting music in your kitchen and having a dance party brings you joy, then, you know, when you find yourself going down another negative thought spiral or, you know, overwhelming yourself with negative thoughts and emotions, do whatever that thing is that brings you joy and then immediately you will notice the shift in your brain and your thoughts. At least I guess this is speaking personally. This is what works for me. You know, all of it is completely relative and it might not work for you. But for me, all of this is, you know, these things are game changers every single time. 
So there you go. There are the things that I do to make sure that I am the one in control of my thoughts because your thoughts are honestly so powerful and can change your entire life. So again, just to recap, step number one is to be intentional. Set intent for your day and move about your day in a way that is not like mindless and just going through the motions, but really with intent of how you want your day to go, how you want to feel, you know, how you want to act towards other people. Step two is to actually process thoughts and emotions that come up in your mind, especially negative ones and ones that trigger you before you react or speak or, you know, whatever when it comes to that thought, you know, process and reflect before letting anything out about it. And then last is to, you know, of course, process that thought and then try to fill your mind with positivity versus going down a hole of negativity. So, you know, let your mind fill with gratitude or do something that makes you happy. And yeah, so all in all, just, you know, try to stay mindful of your thoughts. And again, you know, you're allowed to feel negative things. You're allowed to think, you know, negative things. That's a lot of us cannot help but think negative thoughts sometimes. Like it's involuntary. Sometimes it just happens. But what you do with those thoughts and how you process those thoughts really can just dictate so much of your life. So yeah, that's all. I hope that this helped you. I hope that you can take the tips that I gave and the process that I use and actually like apply them to your life. You know, if you're listening to this in the middle of the day, just stop after this episode and take a little pause and think about what intent you want to set for the day. How do you want to feel for the rest of the day? What are your priorities for the day? What are the priorities that you're going to do to ensure that you're taking care of yourself and your mind, you know, and then move through your day being intentional and just trying to process and, you know, go back to that place of gratitude and joy when you start to feel negative and overwhelmed. And whatever it is that you're going through, you got this and I am cheering you on and I'm supporting you and I know that even though it's really hard to take control of your thoughts and to, you know, remain very intentional and process through those things, I know that you can do it and I believe in you and I'm here with you every step of the way. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast and...